Welcome to the Better Wallet Podcast, a podcast where we talk to everyday people who have changed their lives through managing their money. We talk about their money journeys, the good, the bad, and the ugly. At least once a month, we'll have a new episode where you can learn how to manage your money better. We're going to be simplifying the money-related topics that keep people up at night, including budgeting, paying off debt, investing, and how to build a business. The goal is to make money a less taboo, everyday topic. Now here's your host, Mark Russell. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the next episode of the Barrel Wallet Podcast. As you guys know, the Barrel Wallet Podcast is all about demystifying the topic of money and sharing powerful money stories from people who truly beat the odds So that is normally what we talk about. We always talk about success and winning. Today, we're going to talk about failure. More specifically, why is failure good? The reason why I wanted to talk about this is because if you are, if you're a high achiever, which a lot of people, a lot of the audience, you guys are high achievers, you guys want success in life. That's the reason why you're looking to better your wallet. If you're looking to chase success, you're probably going to have a lot of failures along the way. And this week, I would tell you, has been a pretty tough week. We're only four days in. I'm recording this on a Thursday. And two of those days were tough. Today was probably the best day out of the week for me as an entrepreneur and as a person, right? So I'm always checking my mental health and thinking about what I could do better, but at the same time, trying to give myself some grace And that's one thing I'm always constantly working on. But because it was a tough week, as I was thinking about what I wanted to talk to you guys about, I wanted to just be real with you guys and just talk about failure. Like, what does that mean? Why is failure good, in my opinion? Why is it okay to suck, right? And not only did I just have like a poor week, in my opinion, I also came across a really good interview from one of the NBA All-Stars. His name is Giannis Atatakumbo, which before the podcast episode, I had to make sure I knew how to pronounce his name as best as possible. But he's an NBA All-Star, played for the Milwaukee Bucks. He won the championship a couple years ago, if you don't know who he is. But He had an amazing message the other day. I think it was actually yesterday when they lost in the NBA Finals. And he spoke so eloquently about failure and the importance of failure. And he went on to say that failure is a part of the process. When you're chasing success, you're chasing these championships, you're trying to be the best that you could possibly be. And he was saying that failure allows you to grow build and also build better habits. So next year you can hopefully, you know, win the championship or whatever the championship might be in your life or whatever you might be chasing. And the funny thing is this morning, I also came across a video from the late great Kobe Bryant who talked about failure in this way. He said that you do not fail unless you quit. If you fail on Monday and you quit on Monday, then you fail. But if you fail on Tuesday, and you never quit, then you never truly fail, right? Given all that and all these signs that I should probably talk about on the podcast, I wanted to come to you guys today about my personal failures in life and my career and how that failure has helped me to become the person I am today. So I think the best example of my failure throughout my career was working in finance. So as you guys know, I don't come from anything. You know, I didn't learn anything about finance or mutual funds or ETFs growing up. 
a lot of it had to learn my own. And it was tough because you don't really have, you know, anyone helping you. Like I didn't have anyone in my family to say, okay, well, here's how you should conceptualize the topic of ETFs or mutual funds or whatever. I had to learn it on my own. So I failed a lot early in my career, especially as I came into Vanguard, where I felt like a lot of times, you know, the first couple of years, I was drinking out of a fire hose in a way. Um, I felt like I didn't really have anyone to help me to understand what the hell I was doing. But I continue to fail, but I also continue to learn. So I have this mantra of failing forward, fail forward. So anytime that you fail, try to find how you failed and you can be better next time, right? Fail forward. Even after my job after Vanguard, I worked at this company where it was my job to call, it's going to sound crazy. I had to call, you know, executives at different firms and I would have to make 50 to 100 calls. And it was my job to help sell these financial executives who happen to be financial advisors on the products that we had at our firm. And a lot of times I would call either they wouldn't pick up or if they did pick up, they might hang up on me. And I learned very quickly the importance of, you know, having a hook or calling with a reason or calling with a benefit. Right. And it helps me with normal day conversations where, you know, people are always you know looking for that added benefit of like the conversation that you're having. Right. So if you lead with the features, for example, of whatever you're trying to sell, like let's say you're trying to sell the car and you just talk about the leather and you talk about, I don't know, the interior, you know, that the, the car has like, you know, certain axles, whatever. If you're trying to talk about the features of the car, you're not going to sell anyone. You have to sell them on the benefit. But these are things that I learned in my time of making these 50 to 100 calls to these financial advisors and trying to sell them on the products that we had at the specific firm. But every day I failed. It was very normal to get hung up on. It was very normal for them to say, okay, well, I'm not sure what your product is. I don't want to talk to you anymore or put me on your do not call list, right? I had to learn over time what that meant. And because of that, I'm a better person. I feel like I'm a better entrepreneur because I've learned from those mistakes and that failure. And at the same time, I continue to learn more and more about finance. Again, these are concepts that are all brand new to me, even at that point. So I had to learn. There are times where I might have screwed up on a presentation, but I had to continue to fail forward. Even with this podcast, (laughs) it's funny because when I started a podcast, I was like, man, this is going to be a stretch assignment for me because I'd never been in the position where I had to record myself or host a conversation with someone else that I may or may not know as well. And if you listen to my second episode and compare it to now, there's a light year of difference between the two because I learned. I've already done close to 50 episodes, either solo episodes or episodes with other people. And I had to learn how to get better over time. And I got better through failing. I got better through going through, having my podcast episodes, listening to them, saying, oh, I really screwed up on that, or that didn't make sense at all, and then trying to find a way the next time, the next episode, to be even better. So a lot of times when you hear people in their podcasts or whatever they're currently doing, you happen to see them be really good in that moment, but if you take 
a year or you go a year back, five years, 10 years and listen to their first episode or maybe even look at your favorite Instagram page, you know, post on social media or even like their first reel, it's probably not that good. And it's because they had to learn and develop over time. So if you're someone who's saying, okay, well, I'm continuing to fail, you know, I haven't reached my definition of success. What I would tell you to do is continue to fail, continue to find ways to get better at it, and then you'll start seeing that that failure mount on each other, and you'll start to see success. So a mentor once told me that success is a combination of all the failure that you've been through, right? So if you put all that together and you learn from your mistakes, then you could reach success. One of my favorite examples of failure and then, you know, failing to reach success is the, you know, Michael Jordan, right? So Michael Jordan, you know, most people know who he is, but I'll give a little bit of background, but Michael Jordan is one of the best basketball players that ever lived. There's an ongoing debate between Michael Jordan and, you know, LeBron James on who's the best, but I mean, you'd be a fool to not say that Michael Jordan is like either the best player that ever played a game or the second best player. Michael Jordan played 15 years, 15 years in the NBA. He won six championships. That's what most people know. They know about the championships in the 90s. He won six championships in the 90s, and he's known as being the best basketball player of all time. What people don't know is that Michael Jordan actually lost in the Eastern Conference final six different times. So he lost, now I'm looking at the notes here, kind of know off the top of my head, but he lost six consecutive years from 1985 to 1990. 1985 to 1990, he lost in the Eastern Conference Finals six different times. He lost once to the Milwaukee Bucks. He lost twice to the Celtics with you know the powerhouse that they had then. He also lost to the Detroit Pistons. Why am I telling you this? Because soon after, so when he lost in 1990, 1991, 1992, 1993, 1996, 1997, 1998, he won a championship. I wanted to take a quick break from the episode to discuss one of the biggest crises we're facing today. The crisis is the lack of financial literacy. When you made your first paycheck, did anyone tell you what to do with it? Probably not. This is why 63% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck and get this, half of which make more than six figures. So what I did was I took my expertise as a retired financial advisor and industry professional to give you a complete financial checklist that you can use to get your finances in order in less than 10 minutes. It's completely free and I have a link in my show notes. I want you to take complete command of your financial future this year and this checklist is going to help you get started. Okay, let's get back to the episode. The only reason in my opinion, he didn't win in 1994, 1995. 1994, he actually randomly retired <laughs> and wanted to play baseball. And then 1995 is when he came back. And obviously, they didn't win a championship. He was in baseball mode. And then 1996, he ended up winning. Why am I telling you all this? It's because those six years of him losing, right, he was getting beat up by the Celtics and the Pistons and the reason why he became so lethal as a basketball player is because 
when he would play against the teams like the Detroit Pistons, for example, Michael Jordan, you know, when he came out of North Carolina, he was a pretty skinny guy. Like he was very athletic, but he was skinny. He uh, didn't have much muscle mass, but he was just very athletic. And that's the reason why he did so well at North Carolina and then also in the pros. So what happened after he lost the main times to the Pistons? After 1990, I would say probably he was probably lifting before then, but 1990 is when he really got serious about working out. And the reason why is because of how physical they were with him in the 80s or 1985 through 1990. So he knew that the only way that he was going to be able to win a championship is if he was more physical and more athletic, right? That probably wouldn't have happened if he didn't fail for those six consecutive years in the championship, in the Eastern Conference championship. He he actually never lost a final. I learned that. I didn't know that. But he's never lost a NBA final, which for anyone who's like, what's NBA final? It's kind of like the Super Bowl within the NBA, but they have to play seven games instead of just one compared to the NFL. So he lost a lot of times before he end up winning. So what I'm telling you is if you feel like you're in your losing phase or your failure phase, just know that if you continue to learn from your failure, one day you'll reach success, but you have to remember to fail forward. So when you fail on a presentation or a project, you have to find what you failed at and go And try to make that better every single time that you try to achieve that goal. As I gave the examples of this podcast where I not only, you know, maybe butchered a couple different podcast episodes, I went back and I listened to them. I said, okay, well, where did I go wrong? How could I have worded that differently? How could I have asked a better question? Maybe I can go and I can listen to other podcast episodes to see how they go about pitching whatever the idea might be or how they go about having a certain conversation. And that has helped me to be a better podcast host and a better podcast producer. So failure is inevitable. Accept it. Truly, the ones who dare to take calculated risk and push it way too far and choose to fail, those are the ones that tend to have the most success. Like, think about it. Think, I mean, no matter what you think about Elon Musk, Elon Musk is successful because he has failed so many times, but he fails, he accepts it. I feel like at a certain point, you actually permit failure, but at the same time, you accept it and you expect it. When you start to expect failure, And then you get to the point where you're just like, I want to fail. I'm failing on purpose in order for me to learn. That's like a different level that I want everyone to get on. Because even now, like I will do things, I'll take calculated risk. I'm not saying I'm jumping from an airplane, but you know, I'll take calculated risk. Like even when it comes to like Instagram posts, I'll try things. I'll test out different reels to see like what works and what doesn't, because I know that if I continue to fail, I'm going to learn from what I failed on and then I'm going to try something else and maybe it might work, but that's much better than going in and not failing or not even trying. A lot of people, they fail because they don't try. That's a completely different type of failure. I'm saying that if you are failing every single day, you will reach success as long as you fail forward. 
So accept it, take the calculated risk, and try to fail forward. And then also remember that success is relative, right? I gave the example of Michael Jordan. If you walked on this, like, so I was born in the 90s. If I didn't look at anything that happened in the 80s, I would just assume that Michael Jordan never lost, right? But history tells me that in the 80s, he lost. and In the 90s, he completely killed it. He continues to kill it in the entrepreneurial space, but it's all relative. It's all based off of when you meet someone. So even if you meet, because I, I have this issue where, and a lot of people have it, where you compare yourself to others. I compare myself to others all the time. I try to limit it as much as I possibly can, but you know that's life of being a, you know, a high achiever. But what you see of someone is based off of when you met them or when you were introduced to them, right? For them, they might say, okay, well, you view me as being successful, but here's all these things that I failed at in order to get to this spot. Like there's even like financial exams that I failed at that I don't even like, I don't even like talking about it because it just gives me a lot of anxiety to even talk about it. But me failing those exams and then going off and passing those financial exams makes me into the person I am today. Because, you know, once I failed and I reached success in my head, I was like, okay, well, I need to be the best at whatever that topic is because I failed at it prior. So just remember that whatever you see of whoever and you think that they're successful, remember that they probably had to fail a lot to even get to that point. I would give you all these different examples. Even Thomas Edison, the inventor of the light bulb, he failed over a thousand times trying to you know, create the light bulb. And the thousand one time that he tried to create the light bulb, he created it, right? He invented the light bulb. We only talk about that one time, right, where he invented the light bulb. I mean, there's so many different examples. So if you're listening in and you're saying, okay, well, and you're going through a tough time and you feel like you're failing a lot on whatever you're trying to accomplish, just know that. Failure is a part of the process. You do not fail unless you give up. And if you give up, then you know that's really on you. But if you continue to push forward and fail forward and learn from your mistakes, you will be successful. So hopefully that gives you encouragement for the week. Again, it stemmed from me not having so great of a week, but I wanted to just talk about the benefits of failure instead of talk about success on this podcast because I feel like it's real, right? Yeah, I feel like Instagram is like this giant highlight reel where everyone's just talking about how much money they made or how much debt they paid off or how much they made in investments. No one talks about their failures. And I think that is what helps to build even better people and how you inspire people is by talking about your failure and also talking about your success for motivation and inspiration. With that, guys, thank you for tuning in. I wanted to keep this one brief. But if you could, please, when you get a second, please rate the podcast, leave a review. Again, the podcast reviews happen to be the best currency for me and for the podcast to get out and reach more people. And then also, if you believe that you are failing when it comes to your personal finances, guys, I have plenty of resources in order to help you. So I have my financially bulletproof checklist, which provides 21 different ways, 21 plus different ways on how you can increase your finances or do better with your finances. And I also hold 
a class that will teach you how to get into the market and invest passively using index funds. So if you're at a point where you say, I need to get my money together, I'm failing in that area, learn from your mistakes and join the class or download the checklist, both of which are in the podcast notes. And I will see you on the other side and I'll see you on the next podcast episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Better Wallet Podcast. If you learned something new during today's episode, please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. We would also love a rating and review as well. In closing, remember the goal is to live a better life through taking control of your money. We want our money to work hard for us so we can live the life that we've always imagined. I'll see you on the next episode.